Welcome to Greenfish Blue Oceans, the podcast where stories about seafood are good for you in the oceans. I'm Maureen Barry. This week, I'm tackling R is for rock shrimp and rising oceans. Hey guys, welcome to Greenfish Blue Oceans again. Happy National Seafood Month. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. This is my month. Um, I hope you're enjoying all the awesome seafoody events going on around the country um, and that you're cooking some amazing recipes at home. My website is full of seafood recipes. So if you're looking for something to cook, head to MaureenCBerry.com forward slash food. I have a couple of events lined up this month I want to talk about to celebrate all things seafood and my cookbook, Salmon from Market to Plate. On October 13th, I'm speaking to the Madisonville Kiwanis Club from 1230 to 1 at the First United Methodist Church on Center Street in Madisonville, Kentucky. This free event is open to the public, and it's all about the kids, of course, at Kiwanis, which is really nice. Um, My topic is titled, The Writing Life from Brainstorming to Book. On Saturday, October 21st, you can find me at the Mad City Fall Festival on Sug Street in Madisonville, Kentucky, from 5 to 10. I'll have fresh salmon salad samples and my cookbook for sale. There will also be live music, food vendors, fall crafts, and more. Okay, thanks for listening to all that. Um, On today's program, I have a little kind of a fun thing to do. The first half of the program, I'm tackling rock shrimp, and the second half of the program, I'm tackling rising oceans, which will be a reading from a work in progress that I am working on, a dystopian novel titled The Fish Thieves. You might remember that from the J is for Jellies and Jewfish um, episode on here on Greenfish Blue Oceans. But um, I have since revised that, changed some names around. My protagonist is now a female instead of a male. And that actually really freed up my writing process and the storyline. So look forward to that. But first up, we're going to talk about rock shrimp. Rock shrimp are found in the Gulf of Mexico and on the southern east coast of Florida in deep, warm waters. They live and spawn in between 100 and 200 feet deep. Now, there's no indication that the fishery is in trouble, a great news there, although the fishing method is an otter trawl, which can be a challenge. These otter trawls have a tendency to catch sea turtles. But fortunately, in the U.S., federal law requires TEDs, turtle excluder devices, and it's enforced. So it's not a perfect situation, but ours is far from a perfect world these days. So feel good about buying and eating rock shrimp for now. You should know these little buggers are called rock shrimp for a reason. Rock shrimp wear a hard, stone-like exterior shell, and you need a machine to split them down the back. However, if you do buy whole head-on rock shrimp, 
Just remove the head in its frozen state and then let them thaw. You can split them down the belly instead of the back using a pair of sharp kitchen shears. Then you just pop open the back. You're going to crack open that shell to reveal beautiful white glistening flesh. You want to discard the vein and rinse the shrimp to remove any grit. You can buy rock shrimp, fresh or frozen, in the shell or just the meat. Rock shrimp are generally smallish in size and the yield is about 50%, meaning if you buy two pounds of shell-on shrimp, you'll wind up with about one pound of meat. Price point on rock shrimp from what I checked online looks like about $16 to $17 per pound. Of all the tips I could give you about buying rock shrimp, I'd say either buy rock shrimp meat and avoid all the fuss, or look for the rock shrimp already split in the shell. Okay, so good news, shrimp lovers. Rock shrimp are in season now. The harvest season typically runs from September through December. So usually you're going to find um, your rock shrimp frozen, unless you live on the coast. Rock shrimp is tender and sweet and leans toward a lobster-like flavor. Who doesn't like that? Unless you're allergic, of course. I do have some friends who are allergic that would raise their hand at that question. Um, You can saute, broil, and fry the meat, although I would not fry the meat. Rock shrimp are so small and they cook super fast. So you wouldn't want to really fry them. Probably pan saute or broil them. And you don't want to fuss over the spices either. Less is better. A dab of butter and a tiny pinch of salt to complement that sweet, delicate, ocean-forward flavor. It's the little shrimp with the big bite. So you can check the show notes for links to the history of rock shrimp in Florida, videos on how to split them. There are recipe ideas there, regulations, and more. I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'll be right back with that excerpt from The Fish Thieves. So stick around. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the R is for Rising Oceans part of the program. As I mentioned earlier, I did read this first chapter in the J is for jellies and Jewfish part of the program. I've done a bit of revision since that last recording. So settle in and enjoy the first chapter of The Fish Thieves. It had always been about the water. Trina and her twin brother Seth traveled through the woods to the water's edge in the pre-dawn darkness. Trina knew the solution for feeding the growing global population was in the water, just as she knew life after the tsunami would never be the same. Seth hung back a few hundred yards, doubling as her lookout. Their monthly trips had produced nothing edible yet. Her future, their future, relied on finding a solution. Trina hacked through saw palms, ducked under spiderwebs, and climbed over fallen oaks. She passed an overturned, rusted-out SUV, its guts and doors removed, used for another purpose now. 
a mountain of trash, a baby stroller shredded and mangled, kitchen utensils and plastic bottles brought on by the tsunami blocked her way. She picked her way around the mess, remnants from a previous life, a previous time, not so distant in her past. The stench of decay tickled the hairs in her nose and she gagged, sniffling a sneeze. She paused in the semi-darkness, alert to the dangers of walking through the woods, but only long enough to listen to her surroundings. A slight movement in front of her stopped her short. A shadow of a person, maybe a child, was digging through a mound of garbage. Trina's heart rate fluttered in her throat like a trapped bird in a cage. She didn't have the time or luxury to stop and help anyone, and besides, a child could be a decoy. It wouldn't be the first time. Trina stepped up the pace, circumventing the trash digger, who showed no interest in her anyway. Trina's senses were heightened to the emerging pre-dawn light, the guards and the exiles, the unfortunate people who, once the tsunami hit the Gulf Coast, were neither afforded a place in academia or could find work to sustain them. These underprivileged, uneducated people who had it bad before the big rise are now worse off, if that's possible. Recent humors at the university where she worked indicated exiles are uniting and gathering strength. The weight of the automatic on her hip offered security, but Trina struggled with the thought and the implications of what carrying it meant if she were caught alone by a crowd of angry, hungry people, of which there were plenty. The lack of natural sounds, birds chirping, frogs grunting, still offended. But she tightened her core, brushed sweat from her forehead with the back of her hand, and swallowed hard. Then she stepped over a no-trespassing sign. The tattered, faded sign had been X'd out, another stark reminder that she wasn't in Louisiana anymore. Or rather, the Louisiana she once knew. That discarded sign was another reminder that the laws that once governed the United States no longer applied. But she wasn't deterred. She smelled the briny water of the Gulf of Mexico, a bluish-green glow from the iridescent marine activity on the surface of the water lit up the area in front of her. She reached the edge of the cove. Water slapped at her boots. A massive swarm of tiny moon jellies flowed and ebbed on the surface. She prayed there were shrimp fry in the water, too. Long, deep shadows like black swords cut across the water from the bank on her right. An alligator lay several hundred feet away. Its beady eyes glowed. Sweet, pungent cannabis clung to the humid air. Trina knew all the guards and their habits. Most were stoners, but that made them reckless and dangerous, too. She had an hour before the guards changed shifts. This was their time to retrieve water samples, get back to the lab, and secure the canisters before the staff began their day at the university. Trina removed the first of five small canisters from her shoulder bag. She activated the oxygen cartridge on the first canister, and the timer began its countdown. She scooped up shimmering gelatinous jellies and the water, aware of the soft splashing she was creating and the gator on her right. She also knew if there was one gator, there would be many. 
Her night vision goggles told her one guard stood about 500 yards to her left. Seth was out there too, and she knew exiles were close, but she couldn't detect them. They covered themselves in the thick mud of the earth, as much as protection against the hybrid and lethal ticks and mosquitoes, as it was an act of evasion. She kept the first canister and removed the lid on the second, repeating the process. The hair on her arms prickled. Someone or something was moving through the woods, approaching from behind. So that's it, friends, for today's program. R is for rock shrimp and rising oceans. Up next on the program, S is for salmon and shark fins. Let me know your thoughts about my work in progress or this podcast. You can email me at maureenseaberry at gmail.com or find me online at maureenseaberry. I'd love to chat with you. If you know someone who would like this podcast, please share. And don't forget to add Greenfish Blue Oceans to your podcast playlist so you don't miss an episode. Thanks again for listening. I'm Maureen Barry. This is Greenfish Blue Oceans.